0: Allison, Evan, I think my team is a bunch of queens. That team is a bunch of gestures.
1: <laughs> you know, she, she said
0: gestures, not
1: gestures. I, I did notice that because I uh, actually just finished the episode and <laughs> I did notice that she said that super weird.
0: Big, big Victoria episode. We got a lot Yikes. to talk about with her. But first, so let's introduce ourselves.
1: I'm Evan Delaney.
0: I'm Allison Gunnell.
1: And welcome to Batch, Please.
0: <laughs> We're excited to have you guys here today. Um, so we mentioned Victoria was a big part of this episode. Let's not start there. I kind of want to finish there because that's, I think, the meat of this episode. Let's just kind of yeah, go chronologically right now. And yeah, let's. Let's start, let's. Let's start with Breeze one-on-one.
1: Okay, yeah. Also, before we say that, I know that you guys are probably really sad. Um, Evan and I are not watching The Mask Dancer today. I know we always mention our mask Singer and Dancer
0: We'll get back on that next week. Out,
1: we're a little behind, but don't worry. We'll pick back up with it next yeah. week. Yeah,
0: for everyone listening to the sister pod, mask, please. <laughs> um, I've been so,
1: but he really wants to do that. So I don't no, really, I really feel do, like he's so, joking anymore.
0: No, this is a real life thing. Um, okay, so they, Bree and Matt start out four-wheeling. This had The two one-on-ones this episode had two things that just made me cringe. One was the four-wheeling. It's so dangerous. So, so dangerous.
1: So, yeah. Yeah. So that's, I, I really want to talk about that because I feel like a, I do want to start off with saying, I love Brie team. Love Brie. Brie. I, I really, really like Brie. Uh, first of My all, the four wheeling in general, also mine too, honestly, though, really. Um, we're already four wheelers. like, okay, like fine. That's okay. Whatever. They really crashed and flew off the dang thing. And I feel like we glazed over the crash really quickly. Like it was just like a funny joke and that really, really could have injured them.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was kind of like the all fun and games because nobody got hurt. Like Matt was sort of making a joke about it. He also did seem a little bit concerned, but he was like, Oh my God, like what's her mom going to think of me, blah, blah, blah. And all I can think about. And four wheelers just terrify me in general, because as I think I've said on the show before, the last time we saw a four wheeler date, is that's how the saxophonist from the day Matthews band died in a four wheeler accident? What? Yeah, yeah, really? yeah. Back in like 2006 or seven. Wow. Um, so, sorry. so that that's,
1: so really that's off
0: limits for me. Helicopters with Kobe off limits for me.
1: Oh um, yeah. Well, planes off limit. Plane, anything anything in the me. air?
0: I'll do hot air balloons. That's a cool. Why one.
1: can't we just stay on the ground and not have to be in something special that moves? Like ever, I don't understand is there anything else we can do in, right, in exactly. the woods exactly like i and also like i'm not opposed to the like athletic i know i'm a super athletic and that's the first thing you think <laughs> of when you think of me but there's yes. other things like zip lining and ropes mm-hmm. courses and other like woodsy type things that i actually think would be really fun
0: yeah where there's a little more protection involved um
1: yeah yes
0: so after so after the four-wheeling incident they get to this little area where there's um, like a little wooden bathtub type of thing and an ax and a log. And
1: I need you to explain this to me, please. Cause I rerun it and I still don't understand here, it.
0: Here's my assumption of why they did that. Since Matt was not actually ever on a bachelor show before they had to keep proving his sexiness in like, different ways we didn't see him right we didn't see him with his shirt off in the bachelorette season we didn't see his six-pack we didn't see his his
1: paradise we didn't see him at the beach
0: yeah so they need to put in at every single place they can places for him to take his shirt off and just do hot guy things
1: okay but
0: me is they never did anything with the wood they just chopped. well didn't
1: they say it was like a, a wood burning hot tub or something
0: Oh, maybe I might have missed that part. That yeah, that's me. why I was.
1: That's what I'm trying to say. That's why I was so confused. They said okay. it was some sort of like wood burning hot tub situation, and I literally want. I don't understand how that works, and I need to know was, more about it. I was it.
0: distracted by the abs. Um, fair,
1: that's fair. He's got fantastic abs. I don't blame you, but I need yeah. to know more about the hot tub.
0: But thing. yeah, I, I like how it works. Yes. Oh, I don't know. I guess you just put a little bit of a. Uh, Wood down Weird. there, light it on fire, and sit on top of it. Is that
1: actually hot? Like, I feel like, did it get hot? They didn't do anything for it. It must have been pre-prepared. It also no, was I... a freaking barrel. Like,
0: yeah, I imagine it would have been warmer on the bottom because you're just closer to it. I don't know. I don't know. I should go try. Let's go. Let's go to, to Nema Colon and okay. record an episode on our tour in a Good idea.
1: wood fire. Oh, yeah, on our on our bus up. tour. Yeah, so yeah. we'll do that. Um, we're so going to recreate every single date they've ever done on our bus tour.
0: Well, it shouldn't be too hard because the budget for these is like seven bucks. So, well,
1: I mean, at least I feel like they're like $15 for these ones. If we do Claire's dates, they were like $3.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so the dinner date goes extremely well. The Brie gives an interesting story about her background um, raised by a single mother. And then like during quarantine, her mom is now pregnant and with a new, um, boyfriend or fiance or husband or something is basically like starting her own family. And Brie kind of feels isolated. And that just, that whole thing surprised me. Hey, I didn't know that her mom was, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm just talking about science here. I mean, she's probably at an age where Yes. I didn't know that she was having kids.
1: She was thirteen when she had Brie.
0: I did not know that. Um, that explains. So, that makes way more sense. Yeah. Though. Okay. Then, then that.
1: Yeah, I figured it might.
0: Okay. Yes. Was that so? Brie's mom was did thirteen. I that too?
1: Yeah, you didn't pay any attention to this episode, I guess, because I remember because I just think I, I remember when she said that, much. and and Matt didn't react as strongly as I expected he would when she was like she was thirteen, mm-hmm. and I was like he kept very nice composure and let her finish the story and didn't visibly react to like, Oh my God, 13. That's crazy. Yeah. Which I liked, but yeah, so her mom was 13 um, which is obviously very young and impossible yeah. for a lot of people to have children at that young of an Absolutely. age.
0: Absolutely.
1: Um, so, and she, I don't know how old Brie is 24.
0: 24.
1: So, yeah. I mean, her mom is young, you know, mid thirties and is very much, Still of the age that you know you can yeah, have children absolutely. and is kind of ready to start over now that her daughter is an adult, kind of grown up and out doing her own thing, which would be a really weird feeling. Like you're obviously really happy that you know, happy that your mom is moving on and like being able to mm-hmm. start a different life, but also wondering where you fit into it as yeah. the adult child that's probably not that far off an age from her, her new husband as well, and gonna be dramatically older than this child and yeah yeah it'd be weird
0: it definitely makes sense that she's like on the show kind of looking to start something like we talk about who's here for the right reasons and whatnot like already off the bat she seems to be here for a genuine purpose um, absolutely and just in general Bree, one of the top three people i think yeah on the season so far i mean it's it's very early of course but we love abigail Bree's right up there oh, with yeah. her an absolute gem of a human.
1: Yeah. And Brie had a pretty memorable entrance and her bright green dress. We already were kind of like, yeah. all right, Brie. And after this one-on-one, I, I am definitely on team Brie. I feel like they had a genuine connection. I feel like she seemed very genuine. She opened up about a lot of the, you know, a lot about her family on the first, on this date, which I think went a long way with Matt to be able to have that expand, you know, Matt also raised by a single mom. So mm-hmm. he can relate to her in a lot of aspects, which I think helps a lot. Yeah. Um, with her connection, which I like. So, Team Bree, I think she's going to go very far, if not win. I don't know, not win. Win his heart.
0: Win his heart. Yeah. That's how you win this game. Yeah. Um, okay, moving on to the group date. So, early on, the Victoria tension is brewing a little bit. Um, she's very into herself. She has this notion that no one should be um, happy about you know, why people are cheerful that that Brie got this opportunity. And she's just like, no, I hate it. I don't like any of you.
1: Which, like, of course, you're not really that happy when other people get the date. But even some of the other girls are like, look, I can still be happy for someone else while also having feelings of jealousy and being sad that I didn't get it. That doesn't mean that I wish ill upon the person who did get it. And she... She's just so much, like, she's not even to me like a right, like a villain for the show. She's a character. Yeah. She's playing a complete character. I don't believe anything she says. I think all of it is for is for show to end up on paradise, to get a big social media following. I literally do not take anything she says seriously. And I also think they make her look bad on purpose. I think she purposely like has the worst lighting or the worst editing or something. Cause it's like <laughs> no i don't know like i
0: also don't think she's sleeping while she's there
1: (laughs) no i don't think so either i mean don't get me wrong because like i permanently have bags under my eyes yeah all the time but i try my best to cover them (laughs) up i put you know cream like eye cream on it every day yeah and i just feel like she's they're going out of their way to make her look a little off the rails Mm
0: -hmm. yeah it's and this is only the early part of it. We'll get to kind of the tipping point later. Um, but this group date is absolutely massive. Probably the biggest group date in history. I don't know.
1: So many people. 18 so many people. people. on this group
0: date. 18 people. And it seemed yes. like a bit of a reprise of the Tasha and Zach date that we saw when they were doing their wedding photos. So we're already getting some recycling going on of date ideas. Um, I didn't. I, I don't understand doing wedding pictures, A, when like you're not even in an official relationship yet. That's already weird. Um, B, I think it's also just bad luck and bad juju to do it before well, you're married.
1: As you know, I do not hold back on my feelings about the dates that this show provides and Correct. creates.
0: Yes, let loose. So my
1: thoughts my, my thoughts. Roast are them. I, as someone who... It has been who is married who Mm -hmm. was married a a couple years ago I there's something special about the first time you put on a wedding dress Mm -hmm. and when you're when the first time you put on a wedding dress unless you're our friend Andrea who modeled wedding dresses as a child then that experience is kind of different but yeah there's something really special about the first time you're trying on a wedding dress with you know, your maid of honor, your mom, your mother-in-law, whoever's there, like seeing yourself in a in a wedding dress to prepare to marry the person you want to spend your life with is a very like emotional, weird experience. Yeah. And all of, that was just taken from all of them by having them put on a wedding dress. And I was surprised that no one kind of commented on this or said anything about it. But I would be so upset if that was my first experience putting on a wedding dress. And I know it sounds stupid probably because yes, it is a dress and it's obviously not a dress you're actually wearing for your wedding, but the whole concept of it is just so silly to me.
0: Yeah. I, I kind of think that people in this show are warped in the sense that they will, they will give up that notion of the sentiment for whatever they're trying to achieve on the show, whether it's love, fame, yeah. et cetera. I think I they'll suppose. just toss that to the side.
1: It just um, bothers me.
0: But early on, like Victoria butts in on, I think it was Mari and Matt getting a picture. She yeah, does the, uh, the garter belt action. He doesn't seem into it at first, but then they kiss mm, yeah. and like, I I don't, he seems kind of into her in a way that and I don't just, understand. I
1: don't understand either. And he does seem into her. Like he actually seems genuinely into her. And I'm like, Matt, what the hell is wrong with you?
0: It always uh, the first like three seconds he seems so disinterested, and then something clicks in him where he's like, "Oh, yeah. okay, I'm actually, I'm kind of into what's happening here," and I, I couldn't explain why. Uh, of all the people on the show, she's the, the most
1: ridiculous,
0: intolerable, yes, insufferable person, and I, I wouldn't last a minute.
1: No absolutely not and I, all the girl i mean whatever we'll get to that we'll get to that later yeah, yeah. but the rest of the date so after the wedding thing, chris harrison pops in and he's like hey surprise there's gonna be something else and then they go out into the woods and they play capture the heart which essentially capture the flag but also while like throwing paint at each other while was, they're playing it and it was, it was so wild mad and max i actually double. loved it
0: oh no it was it was absolute anarchy like when you said the only it. rules are there are no rules that that shined that shined because i didn't know what the hell was happening i kind of no. like the chaos too though
1: that's what i'm saying like i minus the wedding dress part, because i thought that part was annoying like i think they could have just worn regular outfits for this date um i don't think the wedding picture thing needed to be part of it but i actually really thought it it was really fun yeah like i i I thought it was funny to watch it was fun in a non-degrading way like you're playing capture the flag you're all throwing mud i mean you're all throwing paint you're kind of slipping inside in and like everyone's hair is going crazy and they're all just covered in this thing but like it wasn't degrading yeah no one had to like take all their clothes off and it genuinely was like fun i don't know i thought it was was fun to watch
0: and the yellow team in particular was like Top to bottom in terms of this game were really good. Piper was giving out like directions. Like she's an offensive coordinator. Uh, Victoria even brought in like the Ray Lewis type spirit, just getting her crowd or getting her team all jacked up. Um, The ringer was MJ who scored the heart. The only person was
1: super into it too,
0: but she was the only person on the red team who even bothered. Yeah. I don't know why the other, other team didn't seem to try.
1: I don't know I think the other team tried yeah a lot harder but yeah MJ was definitely MVP she was awesome that whole yeah yeah, I thought the date was really fun like I said minus the wedding dress part which I think is stupid I think I think that was a fun date
0: one of my favorite scenes from the episode and it's even funnier if you watch it out of context of what happened but when the girls who lost go back to the um,
1: <laughs> yeah, the, they were sitting on the couch covered in paint. Covered
0: in paint, and just like the expression oh. on their face, it is so funny. And I, yep. uh, Katie, again getting points. There's frosting on my boobs. One of the best quotes of the night. Oh yeah, uh, I forgot
1: there was cake involved as well.
0: I almost led with that this episode. Yeah, it was it was wild. <laughs> it was super funny. It was.
1: It was super um, funny. And Rachel, someone who did not think it was funny. She's definitely going to be an emotional um, one this season. You probably don't remember this since you barely paid attention to the episode, but (laughs) Rachel was crying, um, just saying how she was just so exhausted and it was just so hard to like do that and then not get to spend the extra time with him. She's Um, she's
0: good though. She's in the driver's seat. Honestly, I think she's going to win the whole thing.
1: Yeah, I like Rachel and I am absolutely not here to judge um people for being emotional because I have been known to cry at things every now and then.
0: Yeah, no, it happens. Let it let it go.
1: And by every now and then I mean everything all the time. So yeah. I cry at everything.
0: Yeah. Um, so at the actual like group date happy hour co- I always mess up what these things are called. I don't really I care. know.
1: I, I love waiting to see. You call something different every single time.
0: The little uh group date soiree.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, the soirée.
0: So the biggest conversation seemed to be between Lauren and Matt and Lauren was pretty nondescript last week. She just didn't get a lot of camera time. So we don't yeah. really know anything about her. Um, but she really opened up to Matt in terms of faith being a, a pillar of, you know, what she looks in some looks for in somebody. Um, and also, you know, what's important to her and Matt is eating that up.
1: Oh yeah. Matt loved that. And then she even said, I forgot exactly what she said. And he was like, I couldn't have phrased that more perfectly. Like that's exactly how I feel. And it was clear to me that she wasn't like telling him what she thought he wanted to hear. Like she Mm -hmm. was speaking from her heart and her experiences. And Matt at one point even said like, this is why I led with the this conversation is because I, I think as we kind of talked about last week is he wanted to start off with that, with that prayer and everything to get it right off the bat and have these conversations early on with, are we on the same page? Is yeah. faith important to you? What is your faith, et cetera?
0: Yeah. I, again, I just hope that it doesn't leave other people. Like, I hope we get to, we kind of snuff out who's in on that element yes. of that and who's not. That way people Absolutely. don't get dragged along unfairly.
1: Absolutely.
0: Um. Victoria talks to Matt too. And again, this is kind of where you get the, the notion that he's kind of into it. And they have a conversation, yeah. which- they they just say a bunch of things but they say nothing and at the end victoria's like i haven't been that deep with a guy in a while like they had some sort of like profound conversation with each other and matt was like you know i i like why you're you are the way you are like i want to explore that and it was the most mindless conversation i've ever seen on this show
1: yeah, nothing happened in it at all. And then what confuses me so much about Matt with Victoria is that like he seems uninterested, and then he seems into it. And then when she's like, "Can I have a kiss?" he seems uninterested again. And but like he just did.
0: But then they kissed, and they were super interested. It's a weirder- I know.
1: I can't figure it out.
0: Yeah, I, I want to get to the bottom of this. That's our that's our objective. And it looks like she sticks around.
1: Um, Hopefully not long. I'm I'm over it. It's not even entertainment to me. It's just annoying.
0: I'll I'll give you my opinion on it when we when we reach the Victoria okay. uh, Maryland climax here.
1: Um, okay.
0: So Lauren gets the group date rose obviously for the, her profession of faith. Moving on to the next one on one Sarah who is yeah. also climbing the ranks of probably top yeah. top four.
1: I really like Sarah. I think Sarah's top four.
0: Um. So they flew in a plane. Also, we already talked about. Just land, land dates, make it happen. No
1: planes. And that plane was so freaking small. Like I, <laughs> I mean, I would literally be so anxious. I don't know how I would, be, I, I wouldn't be able to do it.
0: Missed opportunity, it. missed opportunity to not have Peter fly that plane. I know we don't want anything to do with him, <laughs> but Isn't I think, funny? I think he should forever be the pilot for every single flight involved. No, then. we
1: can't can. give him more time. Then he, we cannot give him more time.
0: This is true. I, it's more of like a a rebuilding a of his image. Well, it's definitely a bit, but it's, it's definitely re- trying to <laughs> rebuild his image a little bit. I think
1: Tyler C should have flown the plane. Where's the Tyler C cameo?
0: It's gonna, Allison, we're two episodes in. Calm down. I know,
1: but I'm nervous. Like, they're gonna do it, right? Like, Tyler's have to, gonna have, have an to appearance. They have okay. to do it. It would be a damn shame if and a crime if they didn't.
0: Don't you worry, it's gonna happen. Um, okay, so the main like meat and potatoes of their conversation was they talked a lot about family. Um, they must be big fast and furious fans as I am. We talk about family a lot. Um, but Sarah has this background story that she's now basically one of the main caretakers of her father who's suffering from ALS really a heartbreaking story. And it was definitely like showed how good of a human she is.
1: Yeah, I agree, and I think that that was really telling for Matt to to hear that and to and to see and to see that side of her. And like, obviously, they just basically met, but I think he already was was able, like you said, to kind of see like, wow, she really cares for other people. Like, she is very selfless. Um, and I think that I think Sarah's great, and I I really really liked their conversation. I I do have a problem, and it's not with Sarah.
0: Oh. What is your problem, Allison?
1: It's with the show.
0: Oh, well, we have problems with the show all the time.
1: <laughs> and it's that it's that every time the lead is like, I just really hope they open up. Like, I just really hope they open up. Even though we don't actually know anything about Matt's personal life at right, all. Yeah. And then-
0: The only thing Matt's opening you know, up is his shirt.
1: You're right, exactly. And then it's all these people who are like, I just have a really hard I went on this reality show that I knew millions of people were gonna watch but I just have a really hard time opening up like everyone says that and I'm like you can't all have a hard time opening up if you went on a freaking reality tv show like you can't all have such a hard time like I get why it's hard to speak about something super emotional of course like Mm -hmm. different situation I'm just every freaking episode of every season of this stupid show that I love so much is them like I just some really have a hard time opening up. Yeah. But why did you go on the show on TV? May,
0: okay, I'm just gonna play devil's advocate here, and kind of give them the benefit of the benefit of the doubt. A lot of these people haven't been on TV before. I think when the camera is on, you kind of change a little bit, and so they're probably a little more reticent to to say anything, or like they don't know how to say it, but they also want to say it in a way that makes their image relatively intact. So I think like there's a lot of nerves that go into it. Um, but Absolutely. no, I, I, agree. I agree. It's it's definitely a trope on the show, full of tropes. Um, so many tropes. That, that you know, the opening up thing is is such a big deal. Um,
1: it should be obviously banned, the she words gets, opening up should be banned.
0: Obviously she gets a rose. Um, never really any doubt about that. I, I think she's going final four. I don't know if I said that last week that cause that was kind of a first impression episode. I think, mm-hmm. um, after today my final four is Abigail, Brie, Rachel, Sarah.
1: Same. I have the exact same final four. Yeah.
0: And I think I have Rachel winning right now.
1: I don't know who I've winning yet. I don't feel confident enough to make that decision because as of maybe I would say Brie right now.
0: Okay. I, I, Again, it's early. I, I want it don't. to be
1: Abigail, but yeah,
0: I just don't see it with anybody else. Like every, I don't every- know.
1: How, I, I, you see it a lot with Rachel. and They've talked for like four seconds.
0: I, I think, I think Rachel is is in for him.
1: Maybe. I, I, I don't know. I think she's definitely going to be up there. I just, I need to see more. I need to see like a one on one. I need to see something else. I think know. that's
0: also who Jimmy Kimmel's wife picked, and she has an unbelievable track record. So.
1: So your, your answer is skewed, is what you're saying.
0: Potentially. Okay, so now getting to the cocktail party, the culmination of the Victoria drama, set the scene.
1: I don't even understand. Like, I felt so bad. It was Victoria versus Marilyn, and I felt so bad for Marilyn.
0: <laughs> she got gaslit.
1: It's just so, like you're talking to a freaking brick wall. And so she has, so Marilyn talks to Matt and Matt, I guess likes Marilyn brought her an orchid or something, which I thought was weird. And obviously her yeah. thing, which um, it would
0: be also very funny if she ends up not getting a rose. And, <laughs> gets an and orchid,
1: she gets an orchid instead,
0: which is like a participation flower.
1: Right, <laughs> Exactly. And I, I don't understand. I, I really don't understand. She had a great conversation with Matt. And then I guess, so her and Victoria had been speaking earlier, and she had made a comment to Victoria about how she'd love to talk to understand more of each other because she didn't understand where Victoria was coming from or where she was getting the ideas in her head.
0: Which is a totally yeah. normal thing to say and a very like respectful way of of I'm saying you're a freaking differences. Of
1: that. Yes. Yeah. So then Victoria goes to Matt and is like, I just need you to know that Marilyn is toxic and she is nasty and she said horrible things to me and she just clearly isn't here for the right reasons. And Matt's like, what? Yeah. For Marilyn, Matt brings Marilyn aside and is like, hey, I heard these things. And Marilyn's like, look, I, I don't want to be involved in drama. at All I'm telling you this doesn't happen. Is there something I can do to help you through this, navigate this and understand that I'm telling the truth? And mm-hmm. I think Marilyn handled the whole thing like a freaking champ.
0: Oh yeah, totally.
1: Matt's like, I got to think about a lot. I'm gonna go, and she's like, okay, I understand. And then very respectfully, like, doesn't raise her voice. Anything is like, oh, Victoria, can we have a, a chat? Victoria won't let her sit by her. <laughs> and you know, Marilyn's like, look, I'm really sorry. Oh, nuts. That that I hurt your feelings, and she's like, well, if you don't think you did anything wrong, well, why are you apologizing? And she's like, because obviously your feelings are hurt either way. So I'm sorry for my like for causing that. And she's like, I think we can come, you know, to a to an agreement here and she's like not interested
0: yeah the funny thing is like Marilyn started to explain herself in like four seconds in she goes I accept your apology and then like continued to rag on her and
1: I felt so bad for Marilyn so bad
0: okay I I've been I've been having this conversation with a couple of friends I watched show with is Victoria real no like do you think she's there not not in terms of like is she is she a person playing a character? But like, did the producers just be like, Hey, be this insane person for us, please. Did they find her? I mean, what's the deal?
1: I think, I think that she's not real.
0: I don't know. I think
1: the producers found her. No one, no one acts like that. No one acts like that on TV. Yeah. No one behaves in that way. Like, yes, there's been quote unquote villains before where people were genuinely just like not nice or where people were unfairly pointed as the villain. But this is a whole different thing. This is a completely different thing with her whole thing with the queen. It's a completely different situation. I don't think it's real.
0: Yeah. And she's kind of like QAnon for herself. Like she just makes things up and believes it and like gets super into it. And she, her ability to manipulate words and create like a narrative that A, makes absolutely no sense. Like how it she gets true. from point A to point B is remarkable. It doesn't make sense. It defies all laws of quantum physics, of theory of relativity. Any Anything that has to do with logic is out the window.
1: And I genuinely think in her mind, she thinks like, oh, if I kind of spin this way, she victimizes herself. Angry, then people are going to feel bad for me. Matt's going to feel bad for me. Then it's gonna help my relationship, and I'm gonna be, you know, the hero, queen, lady that everyone's gonna love. So that's, I, I don't know. It's 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 so manipulative. It's so delusional. It's literally, like you said, it's creating a narrative that isn't a real thing at all. Yeah.
0: Um, she also said that uh, her and Marilyn are like water oil and vinegar, which is just like, nope. Yep. So she's yep. obviously not the. Uh, most diamond-studded queen in the castle. <laughs>
1: yes, exactly.
0: Um, but I will say this, and I—I I don't want her to inflict emotional pain on people like Marilyn.
1: No, and I don't want it to affect like who he keeps around because how stupid. Yeah.
0: Um. But it's entertaining as hell.
1: <laughs> no, I honestly, I honestly don't think it's entertaining. Like I think there's a there's char- there's characters and there's villains whatever that add yeah. entertainment value to the show. And then I think there are people who are just genuinely annoying, and I literally cannot stand to watch. I,
0: I've come around to the fact that she's probably a fictional character. Yeah. Um, if you've ever, so my friend and I were talking about this last night that she's very much like a Danny McBride character. I don't know if you've ever seen. Um, eastbound and down he's in um, righteous gemstones um, vice principles like all these shows he plays a very similar character mm-hmm. who is always out for themselves and just completely says the most ridiculous things and handles social situations in such like a strange narcissistic way it's almost identical to how danny mcbride does it on on his characters
1: mm-hmm.
0: so that that to me is like why i think i find it at least tolerable to watch okay cuz like her delivery on some things is unbelievable i think i, I just i don't get it it's it's obviously a, she's a terrible human if this is who she is
1: i just refuse to believe that anyone is actually like this as a person there's yeah. just yeah.
0: um so she definitely gets a rose cuz we see her in previews for future episode or they episodes but we also didn't get a full rose ceremony. We got like a half one because Sarah, for whatever reason, I guess she just got a little lightheaded up there and kind of passed out. They also led the episode with that. I don't like them leading. I'm already anti-preview and now they're leading with like, here's the juicy part of the episode in the first two minutes.
1: That's one of my least favorite things any TV show ever does is like, show you the ending first and then it's like six weeks earlier like right yeah before this i don't like it in books i don't like it in movies i think it's very annoying let's please go in chronological order please
0: yeah yeah um so we get half a rose ceremony and the people who made it um were piper kit maggie rachel chelsea jessenia katie and serena c and i also missed a name in there because again the people i was with again they are talking, I couldn't hear. Um, and yeah, and then the Sarah thing happened. So.
1: Another thing about this show is I feel like there's so many people. They said it was the most people ever on a season. And they're going to bring in more people. There's too many people. So yeah. Many people
0: too many people. Especially during more- the pandemic. We don't need more people. We need less people.
1: I know, exactly. Less people. Less is better.
0: Yeah. So. I don't know. We'll see we'll see how this rose ceremony concludes next week. Um, but speaking of rose ceremonies, Allison.
1: hmm
0: I think we have a couple of roses that we need to give out. hmm Let's say you.
1: Sure. Do yeah. you have them? Do you have them? Yep.
0: Okay. Um, I'll go first.
1: Evan has no faith in me ever. I well, because haven't.
0: you said that you weren't sure if you had them or not. Well, I do. Um, the general Patton Army General Rose goes to Piper because she was drawing up tactical like strategies that. for that capture the capture the heart game. She was inspiring, man. I would I would go to war for her.
1: Yeah, I like that too. I thought that was very impressive. Um my first rose is the Arnold Schwarzenegger lookalike rose and it goes oh I, I think the the photographer thing. who exactly like Arnold Schwarzenegger.
0: I thought the same thing.
1: Oh my god, I was like "Get down. happening.
0: Do your best, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I will not get down. Uh, no, that was bad. I had a little, throat, was not good. a little frog in my throat there.
1: A little frog, a little frog in your throat. Get you get to the
0: go. chopper. Yeah. Um, okay. No, the, the Joker Rose, and I'm not talking Joker in a deck of cards. I'm not talking Joker from the Steve Miller band song.
1: What joker we're talking about?
0: Talking about the one from the Dark Knight.
1: The best one.
0: Goes to Chris Harrison for his instilling of chaos. It very much reminded me of the the scene where he just wants the city to burn yeah. and away we go and all that kind of stuff. And Chris Harrison had some Joker energy um when he basically just said do whatever the hell you want on this game i don't care you're right (laughs) i'm getting my paycheck
1: uh you're right and what a big paycheck that is for mr chris harrison well earned fun fact about movies since you know how i never see any of the movies that you want me to see yeah uh the dark knight with heath ledger is my favorite action movie of all time
0: it's it's one of the probably top it's it's a top superhero movie for sure
1: Incredibly, incredibly well done. That movie is phenomenal. It will yeah. forever be one of my favorite. Yeah. My okay. So my second rose was called the Million Little Pieces rose. Okay. And um, it's because of the book Million Little Pieces by James fry Is that the
0: Oprah book where he lied about things?
1: <laughs> the Oprah book where he created a narrative that was based on nothing factual at all. And oh, let me
0: guess who this is going to.
1: In. And then it came out later that he's a big old fraud and it goes to Victoria because she is trying to create a super fake narrative to get everyone on her side. But at some point she will also be exposed as a fraud.
0: I love it. Anytime you can reference old Oprah episodes, I'm in.
1: So here's the thing about these roses is every week I don't want to do them. And every week I'm like trying so hard to come up with them. But every week, Evan is still surprised at the creativity behind at least one of my roses.
0: No, I wouldn't say I'm surprised. I'm just happy and proud.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Evan. What was my one last week that you said was your favorite one ever?
0: I don't remember. Literally, okay. I, I have the worst memory during COVID. You don't
1: pay attention to anything. This is the problem.
0: No, I just, I do. I just, oh. I can't retain information right now. Evan I'm doesn't
1: have the brain space to pay attention to who Ice Cube is on mask dancer and all the people and moth and all these people and our guesses and our hints and bachelor stuff like so I only much. we have
0: so that. much room only so much room my my brain is like a nightclub like one in one out
1: so but less the in than usual because of covid so
0: yeah yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> all my all my memories are just socially distanced in there and that's, <laughs>
1: that's
0: why it's hard to process sentences these days okay um follow us on the the grams the twits the yes,
1: uh, twitter and instagram at batch please pod and you can email us batch please pod at gmail.com and we'll be back next week with week three of matching all
0: right see you guys then